Goodnight Youngblood, a podcast to help you sleep. Hey y'all, welcome back to Goodnight Youngblood with me. Hope y'all doing well. And I just want to, again, I want to start my show by saying I appreciate y'all coming listen. I wish y'all the best of sleep and relaxation. Now, I know some of y'all might not sleep to my podcast, but I hope that if you can't sleep to my podcast, that you can at least relax to it. So I just want to thank you for coming to me to try to help you out. Now, in this episode, what I'm going to talk about is, at least partially, because it's been bothering me, is fast food. These boys is acting too crazy and they're messing up my life. So, let's start there. All right, we got good news and bad news. Guess what? The McRib is back. Oh, praise the Lord, the McRib. But guess what? Oh, no. Oh, no. Blow your heads in shame and sadness because Taco Bell done took away the Fiesta potatoes, amongst many other items, including the Mexican pizza. Goodbye. I miss you. A moment of silence, please. Anywho, so, this is my issue. Please tell me why you're going to make delicious food and then put it on a menu and then say, all right, everybody loves this. What we're going to do is we're only going to put it on the menu once every every couple years. So then that way, the thing that everyone we, we made everyone love, <laughs> they're not going to get it. Why would, what kind of, what kind of devilish plot is this? So here's what I'm thinking, okay? Now follow me on this. So, all right, I'm McDonald's, okay? It's me. I'm like, hello, I'm a clown. Boop, boop, boop. I'm really good in the kitchen. I make this McRib. I get me a little, little, little bread buns, and I put on this uh, little McRib whatever patty. I don't know how it's made. I just know it's in this weird kind of rib type shape. I put that on there. I put on a little barbecue sauce. And I put on a little, little onion, a little pepper, a uh, sliced pepper, a couple pickles. And I'm like, I go, chef's kiss up in the air. Guess what? A lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people, they go crazy for this sandwich. They're like, mmm, this is amazing. And they're like, oh, give me some of this, some of the delicious sandwich. So then everyone buys it up. Everyone. I mean, I'm a, I'm an older, I'm an older fella. I done lived through the entire initial uh, release of the McRib. So I was there when it happened. I was the, the ground zero of McRib. So that comes out. Everybody loves it. Then what do they do? They say, oh no, if everyone loves this, let's take it away. What? What? What are you doing? Like, who says, let's make something that people really enjoy and think is delicious and then take it away? 
Like, are we being punished? What did we do wrong? Please tell me, McRib. What did I do wrong to you? Please come back, McRib. I'm begging you. Please. McRib, I'll do anything. And, nope, you don't get the McRib. Limited time. Oh, as if that weren't weren't bad enough. Finally, in, uh, I don't know if they, it might have come back. I think it came back the end of, uh, end of last year. So the end of 2020, they say, finally, we're bringing the McRib back. And the whole world inside, like locked inside their homes, raises their arms in victory. And they say, yes, we're getting that McRib back. Guess what? Taco Bell goes, don't celebrate too long. Guess what? We're going to take off everything off our menu. Why, Why is, are McDonald's and Taco Bell conspiring to make our lives weird? Uh, tumultuous uh, pits of despair. I'm like, so think about this. So let me say, person, this is just a, a pretend person. This person, he goes uh, to McDonald's. He gets that McRib. He loves it. Can't get enough of it. Eats nothing but McRibs. And then they say, guess what? No more McRibs. He's sad, distraught. He said, never will my life be the same. And then he finally says, I can't handle this. So he leaves and he goes to uh, to the taco place. He says, oh, I don't know if I can ever love again. And then he starts, he starts finding the same happiness and, and even a new, a new type of happiness with the uh, Fiesta potatoes, Mexican pizza. And he said, oh my goodness. It's amazing. I thought, I thought, oh my goodness. And you're just overwhelmed with emotion. So, and that person like, finally, he's happy. Then all of a sudden, in the middle of this happiness, he said, you hear news. Guess what, y'all? The McRib is back. And he's like, no, don't even. He's like, don't, don't let him pull you back in. He goes, it took you so long to recover. Took you so long to get back to the person you once knew. And then, oh no, you say, I'm resistant. And you resist, you stay strong. You stay strong. Then guess what? Oh, oh. guess what? The McRib is back, but guess what? Your new love, the Mexican pizza and uh, Fiesta potatoes, guess what? They're gone. Bye-bye. Oh no. So then your heart crushed again and also torn because your new love is, is gone. But guess what? Here come your old love. She back again. Oh no. What's going to happen? Do you want, do you want to go back to your, to your old love? Like you just, you recovered. I don't know. What do I do? And so you just create all these conflicting emotions. Then the taco place has the audacity. The audacity to say, oh, well, we're going to start releasing uh, the stuff that you love for a limited time. And then they're going to start doing the same thing that the McRib did. I'm like, oh, man, come on. How are you going to do this? I'll tell you this story. This is just a little side story. This uh, has to do with the same thing. I had this issue with Arby's. Because 
Arby's at first, I went to go and get uh, get me and my little grandbaby some food. We like them uh, Eros, them little Greek little pita sandwiches. And uh, we get those. So we find out, uh-oh, Arby's selling them. I'm like, my first job, side note, one of my first jobs was at Arby's. So I'm like, let me go on and get a... Uh, let me go and get this, some of this, uh, his Arby's. So we get the little, little, uh, Eero and, or Gyro. I don't know. I think it's Eero. One time I heard one of these Greek fellas in the drive-through yell at somebody because they called it a Giro, uh, Gyro. He, I know, he didn't cuss them out in the middle of drive-through. Said, call him an idiot. Said, call it, it's pronounced, uh, Eero, you idiot. And the dude was like, I'm sorry. And then he was like, all right, pull around. Uh, man so I always pronounce it Eero but so you get that and then I was like man these are really good and then they had this other sandwich come out called like uh, it was like the all American it was basically just a roast beef sandwich but it had mayo and uh, and uh, pickles so we get that get that for a little while and I'm like these are pretty good sandwiches so we go one day it was like, let me let me order this. Like I want to get. So I offered to go go get everybody some of this uh, these sandwiches. It was a combination of the two. I'm like, let me go get these sandwiches. I go up there. I'm like, you know, I'm ready to get to get my my eat on. I'm excited. I'm staying there. There's a nice lady come up, and she say, can I, can I take your order? And I say, yes. Let me get uh one of them uh, Eero combos. And uh, let me get an extra Eero, and let me get uh, four of them uh, little American uh, roast beef thing. So, first she say, when I say the Eero thing, she go, "Oh well, sorry to let you know, but we don't have we don't have the Eero anymore." I'm like, "Oh, okay," because I remember seeing it on the commercial it said limited time. So I'm like, "Okay, let's not get our, let's not get our hopes up." I'm like, all right. So I'm like, well, let me just take two of these, two combos of these little, uh, these American uh, burger or sandwiches. And she says, oh man, uh, we also, we don't have those either. Those were limited. I was like, what do y'all have? And she just points to the board. I look up at the board. Tell me why I just had some plain old sandwiches. No sauce, no vegetables, no nothing on them. They wasn't even served on a different type of bun. It was just a plain old uh, bun that you buy when your mama uh, wants to make some sloppy joes. That was it. I'm like, she goes, what can I get for you? I go, nothing, nothing. You can get me nothing. Like who, who do that? Come on, that's just ridiculous. They go crazy with making stuff it's like if your mama says it's your birthday, right? And you have a you have like a favorite meal, like like she say she uh, like for example, what what if your favorite meal? She say she do it really good. She like the best in the in the whole in the whole city. She make uh, some of this eggplant parmigiana, that Italian food. She say, you know what? What do you want for your birthday? She say, you know what my favorite food is? And she look at you. She go, oh, that eggplant parmigiana. You're like, yeah, I know. You know I love it. 
And she goes, oh, man, I ain't going to make that. We can't serve that to you right now. And you're like, why? You're like, you love it too much. Like, what? So it don't make sense. So what I'm saying is they keep taking all this, having all these limited foods. The only reason they put limited on a thing is so they can be like, initially, if it's new stuff, they can be like, oh, we don't know if anybody's gonna like this, so we just put it down as limited. So then if, it, if it's horrible, they just take it off the menu. Be like, whoa, limited time's up. And then if uh, people like it, what they do is they take it off the menu to create like a, like what are the supply and demand. So they take it away. So then there's, uh, there's no supply. So the demand goes up. So when it comes back out, everybody hit up them, uh, them restaurants a lot harder than they normally do. I know what you're doing. I ain't silly. So the thing that bothers me is the fact that like, look, like McDonald's waited so damn long to come back with this McRib. Everybody I know like knows that they can go to the grocery store and make their own version of that with just buying stuff around the grocery store. And then McDonald's like, oh, I wonder why this McRib ain't selling as, as well as it did. Look, you done broke our hearts with this McRib, and now you're gonna try to get us back. No, no, you ain't gonna get us back. You done broke my McRib heart. And then these Fiesta potatoes. I don't got a deep fryer, Taco Bell. I can't, I can't make Fiesta potatoes just on my own. But uh oh, what's that Taco Bell? Oh no, air fryers are popular now. Everybody's gonna start making their own Fiesta Fiesta potatoes, and you're gonna bring it back. Everyone's gonna be like, no, thank you. Be like, what? What happened? Everybody get tired of it. These fast food companies are like really bad, uh, really bad uh, relationships. You keep messing up, but then you want us to forgive you. Mm-mm. That ain't gonna happen. Cause guess what? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me at least twice a year for the past five years because you tell me something's a limited time offer and I get hungry, shame on me. So guess what? Now that's happening again, I done, I'm getting wise to their little action. So I'm like, no, you are not getting my money. It's, this has been going on forever. Now this was, let me tell this little story. This was, uh, this was back in, uh, I think it was 1996. That was very specific. You know why I remember that year? Because it was the year Taco Bell brought out their little breakfast burritos. Now, these weren't like the ones they have now. These were just tortilla, and it was uh, egg, little tater tots, and had a little sauce in it. And then you could either pick uh, sausage or bacon. They had another one that was a Supreme, and it had like uh, both, both bacon and sausage. So what I do is every day, before I go to work, I'm like, let me pick up some of these uh, these delicious uh, delicious burritos. I get like four or five of them, you know, maybe six. I don't know. But I get them, eat them all up. I walk into work. Ooh, ooh. People, you see people turn around about when I was like 12 feet away from them. So they could just smell that whatever sauce I used was not good for your, uh, for your breath. But every day, I didn't care. I was like, I don't care. My love for these burritos was too strong. 
The love I had for this burrito was so strong, it made me forsake regular uh, social interaction. I was like, hey, you don't want to talk to me because my breath smell like uh, this uh, spicy uh, burrito, then uh, I guess we can't be friends. So I think that might have been why I was single for the whole year. I don't even know. Or it could have been that I prioritized uh, burrito eating over uh, social interaction, but that's neither here nor there. But I loved them. Everybody I talked to, they had them. They're like, ooh, these are delicious. Guess what? They get rid of them. They don't come back with uh, with breakfast until like, what? I think it was, hmm, it was probably like four or five years ago, maybe. They start coming back with breakfast. So I'm like, oh, oh. I get, kind of start getting my hopes up, you know. Oh, man, my heart start fluttering. Ooh, ooh. That's the sound my heart make. Ooh. And then I'm like, please, let them brought this burrito back. And I, I go in there, they have all these weird little sort of hipstery type breakfast. It, like, it looks good, but it's just a little play on, like, all the other stuff they have. Ain't none of that stuff the same as the ones I used to have. Man, I was so angry. I just was like, no, I'm not having it. So I just, I didn't even, I don't even mess with their breakfast. I'm like, mm-hmm, no, I'm not doing it. I tried it once. I got a little sampling of each one and I was done. I was like, no, I'll give you, I'll give it, I'll try it, but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, you know, put my, put my whole life on this just so, just so you can snatch it away if I fall in love with something. Can you imagine how crazy I go if they took away a Reese's peanut butter cup? Oh my goodness. I'd probably go fight I'd fight somebody's mama. I'd be in the middle of some board meeting going crazy. And hear about old Cyrus getting arrested for uh for for uh fighting uh fighting a, a bold boardroom full of people at the Reese's Reese's company. But oof. So that's all I'm saying. You get to the point where you had your heart broken by these fast food places so many times. I can't take no more. I'm getting too old. My heart's already been mended so many times, but it's fragile. So these fast food places can't can't mess with my heart. Ugh. What I do is this is what I do. This little secret I do. Cause I'm like, I can't. I can't be sad. I'll give this little this ain't really, this ain't really a recipe, but it's a little sort of a little wink like how I handle stuff one thing I one thing I do like this time of year it's also Girl Scout cookie season which I like them uh, ones that have little wafers on it as a wafer as a little layer of peanut butter but it's covered in chocolate I love those cookies but you're spending like uh, half your paycheck on one box and it has like uh, 18 cookies in it woof that is not worth it so what I do is I found this out by accident. Uh, you get these little uh, fudge stripe uh, cookies. They're just like little grand, like basic cookies, but they have a little hole in the center. They have little, uh, they have fudge on the bottom and they have little fudge stripes on top. I found these at the grocery store. Ooh, ooh. And then what I do is I buy a little jar of uh, creamy peanut butter. And then I just dip, I just dip the cookie in the peanut butter and I eat it. Oof, man, you know how much it costs? 
I kid you not, you get a whole thing of cookies, probably like, dang it, 40, 50 cookies maybe, depending. You get that, and then you get like one of the small jars of peanut butter. You don't need a big one. Have that, that lasts like two, three days. Guess what? Cost you like 250. What? Are you kidding me? Almost $3 for that? Man, for the price that you pay in that, we took the amount of money you spent on Girl Scout cookies, the same Girl Scout cookies, buying these cheap ones? Man, you probably get, you have cookies for the rest of the year. Probably get, probably gain like 20 pounds a week just meeting all these Girl Scout, these uh, fake me out Girl Scout cookies. And then, I even got a trick uh, for uh, Reese's. You know, like, please don't let this happen, Lord. But if Reese's ever go away or we end up some uh, apocalypse scenario where they can't make Reese's anymore uh, and, I still, and I'm still alive, I've been searching around on the internet looking for uh, recipes to mimic a little peanut butter center with a peanut butter cup. I'm still... I haven't found the perfect one. I found a couple that were close, but it's just like a weird combination for me of uh, peanut butter, confectioner sugar, and uh, a little salt. And what else was it? Something else. Might be a little bit of vanilla. Like a little splash of like vanilla extract. I've been working on that for like a couple years, trying to get it just right. I got close. Y'all, y'all can work that out. Try that out yourselves. So I just do that because I'm like, if, if they stop having uh, Reese's, oh, man, I don't even know if I'll be, be able to recover. You just see me just sitting, staring out, looking off in the distance. You're like, what's wrong, Cyrus? You're like, it's gone. It's all gone. Like, what's wrong? Reese's. Little peanut butter cup. It's gone. Oh, heartbreak. That's almost sadder than the end of the notebook. Mm. I just want to say, thank y'all for listening to me talk about this McRib and all these foods that be going away. What I always say, when it comes to these foods, go and enjoy yourself. You know, enjoy it while, while it's there. You know, everything is a limited time at time offer. You never know when, what's going to come tomorrow. So enjoy it. You know, you get that McRib, get you some Fiesta potatoes. If they don't have them there, buy you something else. If you if you can make your own, make your own. Like, this is what you got to do. A little bit of thing. I'm going to, before I go, I'm going to talk to you about our little Project Sleep. This little part where I give you ideas on uh, how I fall asleep. Now, in this episode, our project sleep is this. What I like to do is, uh, I call them, uh, you'll see, I'll, you might hear some of these later on, but I call them dream prompts. Because uh, writers have a thing called writing prompts where they sort of give you an idea and then uh, writers will uh, take that little, like one sentence idea and then sort of use that to write a whole uh, little story. Well, what I kind of do is I come up with dream prompts and I'm like, I think to myself, you know what would be kind of fun to dream about? Try this one. Think about 
making your favorite food and uh, becoming famous for making your favorite food. And then this thing about, say they have like a little competitive bake show or cooking show and uh, you want it and you win. Oh, man. Just think about that. Think about something that you like to cook or even something, uh, something you like to eat. You'd be like one of them uh, man versus food TV shows where you eat the food competitively. We're just thinking about making something uh, for people to eat and it becomes super, super delicious and everybody loves it. And then you can uh, just be like, uh-uh, limited time offer. <laughs> uh, I'm just joking. Just think about doing stuff you love before you go to sleep. That's my, that's my project sleep idea for the day. It's just... Think about something you love doing This, you know, makes people happy. You can give to that. And like always, I appreciate you. And uh, good night, young blood. <laughs>